You're listening to a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a show with adult themes, run by adults, for adults. Please do not have your children listen to this show. It might be beneficial to them in the long run, but please, please wait until they are older. This is one of those things. It's like when you laugh when you're playing bingo and and 069 comes up and you have a chuckle and your mom, your kitty says, uh, uh, Mommy, Mommy, why, why are you laughing at 069? And the mommy says, uh, when you're older. It's one of those kinds of things. Mommy, Mommy, can I listen to Podcast of Terror? Sure. When you're older. This is a show with adult themes and some childish behavior. A lot of dick jokes. Uh, so please, please, please. Uh, if you want to avoid the swearing, if you want to avoid spoilers for your favorite horror movies, and if you want to avoid really, really lame, petty dick jokes, do not listen to this show. It is not for you. Corey, how often do you wear a shirt? Not as often as you would think. Yeah, it's always nice to cover up your nipples, and maybe your neighbors are complaining because they're hairy. I know you they, like they, wear, you wear shirts when it, we do these shows. That's about it, from what I understand. It's more that I just give off a glare that blinds drivers by. It is hot in California, so I assume that you sweat. There's a there's a slight sheen to you, and the California sun just. Pshh, I don't even sheen. I estevez. <laughs> that that is, if you do not want to estevez in public, we have two places in which you can go. We got two coupon codes to make your life a little cheaper. Uh, you can go visit a uh, frequent guest and friend of the show, Matt Vincent. His his website thehate.com. That's the hviii.com use the coupon code hbg15 for 50 percent off your order maybe you hate him i don't know he's he's kind of a likable guy but if you hate him and you want to go spend your money somewhere else we got this other place go to statusfearmerch.com uh, another uh, sponsor of the show friend of the show he does all our artwork he's a really nice guy he does all the, the art for my band except for the stuff that Corey's wife draws head over to statusfearmerch.com use the coupon code terror get you a little nice discount there Welcome to episode 114 of the podcast here, a production of the Galactic Network. I'm your host, Matt Stein. With me, as always, is Corey. HR Muffin Stumps. <laughs> your, H, your local HR representative. Yes, that's, that's right. That's the HR and HR Puffin Stuff is he's human resources Puffin Stuff. He keeps all the craft puppets in line. Huh? Well, people don't really remember, but Sigmund the Sea Monster had a problem with touching. It's bad. Uh, everyone has a problem with touching right now. Yeah, it's true. We were watching live PD last night, and they arrested an eight-year-old for child pornography. It was fucking weird. Ooh. And his mom just yelled at him the whole time. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. But I guess when you're 18, if you're you know some 17-year-old sending you nudie pictures, that's considered child pornography. I'm not it condoning is. child pornography. I'd like to get that out of the way right away. Turns out it was his dick pic from six months prior. Mine or the kid's? The kids, come on. Do you, oh, I don't know. Do you know the kid? Are you the kid? No, I'm 24. I am only here to make Corey feel very old. That's true. Um, that's our guest. That's Mason Clemens. He's a friend of ours. He became a friend of ours because Corey and I talked to the internet on a weekly basis. And then we had a muscle man on, on here. And then another guy. Now we're here. That's what brought us to this moment in time. Jack and Dan? <laughs> yeah, Mason's a big Simpsons fan. Actually, I don't know if you even are. 
so so yes and no. I kind of fell out of it when they switched animation styles to the modern shit. That oh, you can't the new see episodes are not good. I don't think I finished one in in months. Yeah, no, it's it's been uh, it's easily been years. I just poured beer all over myself. I hope you guys saw that. The That's Simpsons awesome. are what I watch when I'm waiting for Bob's Burgers to start. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Simpsons are what you watch. Would you want to pull one out real quick? That's true. Rub out that That's absolutely true. Um, Mason, you're a a, a, a a booze maker. I was going to say a bourbon maker, but you're much more than that. You're not just a one-trick pony. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a distiller. Um, make vodka, rum, bourbon, a bunch of different whiskeys. Make my dick hard. Um, yeah, you work at... Um, I really wish I should have looked this up. You sent me the <laughs> bourbon, which was very nice of you, which I, I, myself and a lot of people who come over have enjoyed. Uh, I actually am almost out of some, so <laughs> we'll have to talk about me purchasing more here pretty soon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sutherland Distilling is uh, where that was from. It's good shit. I still need to send you a box of beer as I as I drink like a mountain <laughs> of IPAs sitting next to me, but... I was, I was going to say, is it, how far down am I in the queue of people you owe beer to? You're on top. The problem is, is this is stuff. This is a st- <laughs> this is stuff. Therefore, that, uh, confirming that's a bottom. Yeah, I am a power bottom. But this is all stuff my buddy in Kansas sent me. Um, so, him and I have like this constant thing going on where if I see something and and ship it to him. But that's but you're the you're the top of my list of people I owe beer to. It's called, <laughs> it's called enabling, by the way, just it so is. we understand each other. It's, it's, it's very true. I hey, if, the, if they're sharing involved, it's not enabling. It's spreading the information. It's friendships. Like a cult of drunks. Yeah. That, that's AA, dude. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. You're, um, you're about a personal trainer, too. Do you want to talk about your muscles? Yeah, I'm a, I do a, bunch of, do a bunch of stupid shit. Work early in the morning doing personal training and breaking all the rules at my gym because I'm a terrible employee. Um, do you grunt? Is your gym uh, rules against No, but I do things? slam a lot of weight. I, I do slam them and I encourage slamming. <sighs> See, no. Everyone else off, it's great. With that guy. <laughs> be that guy. Oh, see, I'm only I'm only there from like uh, four thirty to seven in the morning. So uh, mm. anyone who's there has earphones on and could really give a shit about anything else that's going on. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I did watch a kid. Um, I guess as he was between eighteen and twenty, drag the bar across his knee till it bled, and then just dragged the bar across his knee as it bled, and didn't clean it off when that. he was done. I'm like, wow, cool. Um, everyone's gonna get AIDS. <laughs> Hey, hey, uh, who wants some Hep C? I got some Hep yeah, C. what the fuck, man? I hate that kid and his weird old man that he works out with. <sighs> Dude, there's a, there's, a, there's a weird old man at the 24 here that we, we only refer to him as uh, eraser nipple. What? Wait, what? <laughs> eraser nipples. Perks Matt's attention. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> anything nipples perks my attention. Uh, no, all this man wears is like uh, short running shorts and a stringer. This dude's in his seventies, and uh, th- those things are at least two inches long. Look like uh, big old pink eraser caps that you put on your pencils uh, back back when you were in school. National Geographic nipples. Some Aborigine tribe uh, <laughs> competition. Right. To, if they could uh, get theirs longer every year. The man and his aboriginals, his agit nipples. <laughs> No, All right. I thought that was gonna be funnier than it was. All I got was aged nipples, and you know, 
I, I already took us there. There are two <laughs> things I like aging, nipples and beer. Well, well see, the there, there's a problem with that logic. You age beer, it only gets better. You age nipples, and they just start pointing further down. <laughs> just the fucking gravity takes hold, and they start pointing <laughs> south. Oh, man. I wonder if we could make a aged nipple beer. Uh, we could, we could, uh, look back on that whole boob luge thing and, uh, just barrel it. <laughs> Which is, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to brew a beer, we're going to boob luge it into a barrel, and then age the barrels, bottle the beer, and, and we're, we're, we're going to call it Blessings of Bust. And, and then we're uh, going to question our lives. That's, that's what we're going to do in that, that little, uh, rundown. You know, that, that's step one. Not sure what step two is, but step three is definitely profit there. Well, they made a beer with um, um, ball. I think there was testicles in one. There was um, shit. Um, what comes out of a vagina? Babies. I don't know if it was like if it was full blown period blood or if it was just like the uterine lining that was dried and then crushed up and put in a beer did they serve that at red wings games exclusively weirdest stuff in beers we're googling it 10 weirdest beers ever brewed is it just the cover of a metallica album (laughs) (laughs) that was cow's blood cow's blood and semen now there's got to be a a, a honorable mentioning of Lil wayne if we're going with uh weird weird concoctions what what or just concoctions Oh, dude! It's uh, what? What was his thing? Syrup? Crunk juice. It's like, yeah, it was fucking cough syrup and Seven Up. Was that what it was? Isn't that just lean? <laughs> Is it not? What was that? Uh, I do. You you can you can fucking rebrand anything. That's no. That's that's really true. I I'm just, I just thought whatever rappers make with cough syrup is just lean. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it is white. It is blanketly called purple drank. Oh, okay. Inclu- okay. Including scissor, lean yep. syrup, drank, purple jelly. Oh, Texas tea. There we go. Dirty Sprite and zucchini. Huh. Not to be pre- confused with zucchini, but you know, that'd be a mix up at the bar. That's fucking, that's odd. <laughs> people do stupid shit that's true like drink a shit ton of cough syrup because that's good for you oh no i've been pounding it all week well <laughs> yeah, i mean they take it a little for, further for reasons though right it's not like <laughs> recreational yeah yeah i although, went through the same although, shit last week you did Corey. i know you know my struggles in california here where uh, you have to swipe your id every time even though there's uh no longer ephedrine in the drugs what about you over there, Matt? Only you if you get stuff a... with ephedrine. And so if you get like the behind-the-counter Sudafed, and then you have to give your ID. But that's not that bad. I'm not like cooking meth with it anymore, so it's not really a big deal. Keyword it's there. amazing what you, can, what you can get away with when you get your drugs from directly behind the big lot. Are you making fun of me, or are you making fun of your back-ass-word state over there? I'm just saying in general, you know... Hey, you know, we have chicks with dicks, and they want us to respect them. And we do. <laughs> treat me special, but don't treat me special. 
That's the entire world right now. Bad respect for all my trans. I, I can't say brothers and sisters. I don't know what the trans, just friends. <laughs> family, friends, family, trans family, loved ones. Yeah. And let me let me clarify. I have no problem with trans people. Whatever you want to do is whatever you want to do. It's when you want to be treated special because you're trans, but you don't want to be treated special because you're just another person. That well, shit I, bothers I think, me. I think what it is is that it takes being treated special for a while to even out the treated horrendously for a long time. And that's the other thing. To, I, to finally achieve a balance. <laughs> I, as a white man in my 30s, don't know what it's like to really be treated poorly. Right. The, the lack of persecution in our lives yes. makes it confusing when we see other people getting what we consider preferential treatment when it's really just like, um, yeah, but for my entire fucking life, I've had no place to pee. So come, come to California, go hang out in Oakland for a couple hours and then get back to me. I was at, I was in San Francisco for a while. That was weird. Yeah, it's mostly white people and Asians anyways. Yeah. Uh, and homeless. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's that's a that's a tricky city. Hey, let's go down this really nice part. Turn the corner. Oh, hey, uh, let's not go there. <laughs> we stayed in a super super expensive hotel right on Market Street. Is that the one where all the the parades and shit are? And it was like you take a right. <laughs> and it's just, just bums. Yeah, I think San Francisco is one big long parade route that's all uphill. That's true. It was terrifying to like ride in cars. Because you just yeah. get to the top, and then it's like yeah. you just wait for the car to like tip forward, and you hope you don't murder anyone while you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like the first thing you get to in Kings Island. <laughs> you just wait and wait and wait and then scream. What the fuck is yeah. Kings Island? Oh, I thought I thought Kings Island. You actually know uh, Cedar Point. Oh wait, the Cedar Point in like Ohio? Yeah. Oh yeah, see, I don't like. Uh... I was just trying to name a famous amusement park. I was trying to remember ones that out your way. Well, there's the Six Flags in Chicago. Oh, that makes Excuse sense. me, a Great America because yeah. they're all named differently. But I'm not one for amusement parks. I don't like roller coasters. I the first one I went on was with a girl who I think had a death wish. So when they would like put the bar down, she would basically like jam her feet at an angle so it couldn't hold you in all the way. So when you're going yep. up and down, like you're fucking bouncing. And we went on like two rides and I'm like, yeah, I'm never, ever doing this again. Did, yeah. did you not tell her that you're four times her size and that it won't go down all the way anyways? Um, I'm trying to think back then. I don't, th I don't think I was quite as big back then. <laughs> she was still smaller than me, um, but I was trying to have sex with her. That was before I found out she was insane. And Maybe she, she was saying clogged, that was her opportunity. And she clogged well, my parents' well, toilet. I need I need a I need to send you the crazy hot scale a la Barney Stinson. Please uh, please do. I'm uh I'm married. I need these things in my life. Are you sending it right now? I'm like it got weird and quiet. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> uh oh man, someone went into it a lot further. Uh no, but the whole said. premise of it is that there is uh there's a line that is equal parts crazy and hot and that to be on one side of it, you have to be really good at the other one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah. The, the hotter they are, the crazier they are. No, it, it's it's like to be super, super crazy, you have to be really, really hot to counteract it. Yeah, it's not automatic. Oh, oh, it's, oh. It's that. I see what you're saying. I, it's, so it's like for it to be okay to be crazy, you have to be insanely hot. I thought it was more like a, the hotter you are, the crazier you are. 
So I, I get what, I get oh, what no, you're that's, now. That's like the, the normal line. And then you kind of want to stay on the, the hot side of it, not the crazy side of it. Look it up. It's great. I'm going, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, there is a video. Oh, yeah. There's some weird scientist guy that uh, did it. But I like when uh, Neil Patrick Harris explains it in uh, How I Met Your Mother a lot better. Is that show any good? Everyone keeps telling me it's funny and they make references and uh, it's 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 got it's got its moments. Um, it's good for a few seasons. And that's the thing, like now these shows that are 12, 13 seasons, if it's not worth watching for a few good moments. It's it's one of those shows that you have nothing else to watch. It, it's kind of like Friends, you know you, uh, you you know how it starts, you know how it ends, you know the punchline of every joke. Do you see that but... they're making a Friends movie now? God damn it, leave things dead. <laughs> That's, um, yeah, I kind of agree with that. I'm trying to think of like the last thing that was resurrected that was like really good resurrected. Uh, well, I mean, right they now they're in the second season of the re- resurrection of X-Files, which has mixed reviews, but... Yeah. I was never an X-Files my fiance fan. She, ha- what, <laughs> she hates it? My, uh, my fiance hates the new X-Files. She, uh... She's like, you know, back when it first came out, it was the whole takes you forever to get to the point of something. And now, bing da bang da boom, they got three points in one episode. I don't want that. I want my I want my seven episodes to get to one plot line. Is she your age? Yeah, we're both 24. Okay, so say, no, she's my age. Well, I was because X-Files came out like when I was a kid. So her mother is one really of those nice. like, psycho weird nerds that got her into X-Files and Star Wars at a very young age and probably traumatized her way more than I ever could. Um, so were you born in 93 <laughs> or 94? 93. Okay, so X-Files started in 93. But Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say my my ex and I her kid watched and his favorite show was Buffy the Vampire Slayer because it was oh, kind of our favorite show at the time. And so there was the there was a point where you could kind of tell that a character, a main character was about to be killed. And I had to pull my, you know, four year old kid out of the room because I didn't want him to see it. I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, shit. This is too far. There's like there's a there's an acceptance of like, oh, Buffy is is Monster of the Week stuff. And it's all cute in high school and everything. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, this is a really vicious moment. and I don't want to traumatize this kid anymore than he already probably is going to be but his favorite movie was the batman and robin movie from joel schumacher so i feel like it kind of balanced out (laughs) you know it's kind of funny that you mentioned uh sarah you know buffy because sarah michelle geller is in it she's also in this movie that we're going to talk about eventually literally the only redeeming quality of that movie (laughs) i was fucking shocked that bill pullman was in this too but we'll we'll get into that later i think bill pullman was also do you think that maybe this movie, so the movie is The Grudge, if you were paying attention last week, but do you think that maybe The Grudge is just one of the leaps? I, I was I was thinking about that. Some of the plot lines were a little uh, a little iffy. I was man, I'm 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 just waiting for her to just pull her stake out and start going to town, but no, nothing happened. <laughs> it, it's so The Grudge is actually just a quantum leap and Buffy crossover. That what that wasn't Bill Pullman. What? Who? Oh no! <laughs> no! Scott Bakula was Quantum Leap. Ah! Bill Pullman, who normally gets confused with Bill Paxton for no reason whatsoever. The, the but fact does, that both... Okay, can we agree uh, that Bill Pullman and Scott Bakula kind of look alike? 
I, I feel like you could take probably about five episodes of Quantum Leap and inserted Bill Pullman in there, okay. and nobody would have noticed. I, I'm sure. I'll I don't know if you're that. just saying that to make me feel less like an asshole, but uh, I am. I absolutely am. Okay. But it's fine. Well, if it makes you I feel any better, it. who did I think it was? I thought it was uh, Jeff Daniels at first. I'm like, wow, Jeff Daniels right. in this movie, and then I looked it up, and I'm like, that's actually fucking Bill Pullman, <laughs> uh, or Scott Bakula, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah, Jeff Daniels, who often gets confused with. Um, Jeff Bridges. But now Bo Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to end up in some like weird... Like six degrees of misconception here. Yeah. I mean, we... And I think it gets singled out a lot that you'll, you'll look at the current crop of, say, female pop singers or something like that, and you won't know which is which because they're all going for the same look. They're wearing the same kind of makeup. They're doing the same sound. All that sort of thing. But I think that there's a a leading man thing from Hollywood that exists in the same respect is that you want men leading men who are kind of interchangeable so that when you say, oh, uh, Matt Damon wants too much money for this role. How can Matt we get another one? Damon. We'll get we'll get fat Damon, uh, who's in the, the first episode of Black know. Mirror. This uh, Jesse Plemons, I think, or whatever his name uh, is. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah. He was on. um wasn't he in Breaking he was in Bad for a bit? Fargo. I yeah, think he was in Breaking Fargo. Bad. He was also on uh, No Activity. That's CBS yeah. All Access show. Oh, but by it, the way, my Patriots won. I know. Fuck you. I was trying to forget about it. <laughs> but, but they didn't cover the spread. And that's what matters most. Now I just need the Vikings to win by more than three. Which, if you're listening to the recording of this, you know the outcome already if you care about sports ball. Well, if you're listening to the outcome of this, you can probably go to Matt's Untapped and uh, <laughs> see how drunk he was at the end of Sunday, and uh, that will let you know if he won or... No, actually, I think you probably get shit-faced no matter what. Uh, you're, day, you're like Detroit the when the World Series happens. It's like, it doesn't even matter if we're <laughs> in the fucking game. We're going to destroy the entire fucking town. If the day ends in Y... like Oakland anytime there's a shot at playoffs, or San Francisco anytime they blow the playoffs? So I was yep. in... What weird we I mentioned I was in San Francisco before. I was in San Francisco when the Warriors won the finals. <laughs> and it was like we were walking back from the bar and it was just people yelling. Yeah. You yelling is get cute. Your shit on lockdown. I, I, I live near Oakland, so I understand exactly what Mason's talking about with that. And I grew up in Detroit, and Detroit isn't content to just fuck around on Halloween. We created a whole holiday the night before called Devil's Night, which is strictly about just destroy everything. Did you see That's as much as possible anymore? Anyways, you gotta just burn it to the ground and start over. Yeah, but we were doing this in the '80s when it was still like we were on fire. <laughs> did you but see what Philadelphia literally did? on fire? So Philadelphia like greased up their light poles before the game so that people won't climb them. <laughs> mm-hmm. People need to get their shit together. Although, like when Green Bay wins, the entire city is just collectively drunk. Or on any yeah, Sunday in which... I was going to say, or just any day the Packers play. Or when it's cold out. Or when it's hot out. Or when the sun comes up. They're So they're trying to lower the legal drinking uh, limit to 0.5 here from like 0.1. And people are... Probably good at 0.1? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, excuse, well yeah, point... Yeah, no. Point, point 0.1, yeah. You know, yeah, you know, the rest of us are over here at 0.08. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I couldn't, yeah. I'm, I'm drunk, so I'm not sure. But uh, 
They also it's also like five. It's it's point one when the cop just doesn't want to deal with you, and he's like, "Okay, if you crash, as long as he doesn't have to deal with it." Like my shift's almost over. Uh, You can either make it home, or if you die, I'm not gonna be the one has to fill the paperwork. Don't say my name. You didn't. You didn't see me. Um, I'm gonna hold you here for three more minutes because I'm off in two. All right, you're free to go. (laughs) All right, just just stay between the lines. Stay between lines. Get SCP. Someone else's ride, problem. Ride, ride the bumps. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite part of when the Packers play is when they release like the arrests counts the next day. So it's always good to see like how if it, if it's really cold or it's moderately warm in the middle of winter, there's always a shit ton of people that get arrested. Monday night games are pretty bad. Yeah, it's funny. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. My face uh, for more on this podcast, quick. including show notes, contact info, and subscription links, you can go to gncast.com slash pot. And attend us on our Slack channel. Yeah. That. What? <laughs> what? What? That's how we do it now. It, it's, it, we used to do news. We figured we were way too informative. <laughs> so now it's, it's yeah, this I'm, is it. This I'm all about whatever makes less work for me. Just Instead people getting in accidents on the highway, hitting their skip button. That's true. I wonder how many people skip through that. I, w- I wish I could find out, but iTunes changes everything, and now it, that, no one fucking listens to us. <sighs> or maybe that isn't what changed. Um, chat with us on our Slack channel during the shows. You can go to gncast.com slash sign up, or you can meet us in the uh, YouTube channel for Podcast of Terror specifically, uh, where you can hang out with people like Raleigh and Basin's there too. And we appreciate that. Uh, some weird stuff happened with YouTube recently. It doesn't really affect us. We weren't getting advertising. In fact, we started the Podcast of Terror channel because we didn't want to fuck up the advertising for the rest of the network with all the stuff that we well, say and do. Well, we kind of started because, because we got the Galactic <laughs> YouTube page banned from streaming for 90 days. So yep. we just kind of went out on our own. It, we but got, we we got kicked out of the old. house at 18. That's what happened. Yeah. We did. Uh, kicked out of the basement. But we, we, we've had a couple people show up as subscribers uh, this week. I don't know if it's because of that. Uh, they're just like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll add your subscription while I'm looking at the other things I do. Whatever. We appreciate it. But uh, it's it's not about the ads for us. It's just about you know being in places where you guys can find us and listen to us. So if you are there already and you want to participate, we like the participation. All right, One so of them was me earlier today. So. I saw that. I was, I was gonna like name people, but it's Ashley and Mason, two people that are consistently here, anyways. So, yeah, but we don't discount them for being here. <laughs> I do. I'm just. Hey, I I, I use it there. to figure out what movies I need to still watch. So all. You're you're like a, <laughs> you're like a strictly audio version listener, though. You're so. I'm, I don't care if people watch the videos. I mean, if they want to see my stupid ass face for two hours, that's fine. But I guess I'd rather you listen to the podcast one way or the other than look at me. I don't know. I'm a little drunk and I'm just thinking about mozzarella sticks right now. I mean, if you did the truffle shuffle, you might get more views. <laughs> no one wants to see me without a shirt on. I watch that's it nine the whole point of the now. truffle shuffle. Just, <laughs> yeah, but no one wants to see me without a shirt on. So you're saying they're okay with seeing you a kid? A oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. Take it Take the wide action camera doesn't doesn't do enough. Your giant nipples—they won't all fit. Logitech doesn't make that technology yet. Oh. 
Corey, you live in San Francisco. There are at least 30 strobe lights within a five-second walk of you. <laughs> I, I live about an hour north of San Francisco. And uh, speaking of hour north, uh, I, I live in bear country. Let's face it. Uh, I, I, I get some acceptance. But I, I, I still, you know, I, I, don't, I don't feel good about myself. But I, I will say... I love that you. I just shower the way you are for the episodes. I shower because I know we're going to be on video. My hair is still wet as I sit here I chatting with you guys. I am also wet. Yes. Not my hair. My You're butt, just dewy. My, my butt cheeks. Mm. Get my butt cheeks nice and um, moist for this. Uh, so that brings me to another question of refreshment, Matt. <laughs> well, I'm halfway through number two because Mason's here. What? That's that's so consistent with what we were just talking about. I brought three. I started out with two, and then so I started with this this e juice. Yeah, it's pretty colors. Um, you know, we got that in California too, and uh, people smoke it. See, that's why I thought it was funny. This is all stuff that my buddy James from Kansas sent me. Um, James e juice sounds like something that came out in the '90s before the the big tech boom crash, and it would have been. <laughs> One of those things you'd see sponsored on in Living Color episodes. It, it looks I fucking love in Living Color. I, who doesn't? That show was fucking um, great. But yeah, it's a fruit. It's a fruit IPA from Rough Tail Beer. Uh, now I'm drinking Maxed Out, which is an IPA. If you can't tell, James likes sending me IPAs from Maryland. Last but not least is an IPA from Other Half and Go with the Flow. Be pretty is great. that containing the vagina juices you were talking about earlier? Because that so sounds accurate. Pretty. Mason, what are you drinking? What are you sipping uh, on? Scissor? The better, the better question is, what was I drinking? Uh, yeah, that's why you got to go back and talk about all the things that you drank leading up to this so, point. So I came, I came in uh, unplanned. Um, I had just finished my second. Uh, well, if you need, we can. Corey and I can talk while you go get more beer. It's really not the first or the last time that that'll happen on this show. Well, Mason no, could even make a pitch for outside my door with a Nerf gun, waiting for me to open the door to shoot me in the face. Um, that's what you that does the same thing roll. with me, except it's not barrel roll. Oh, <laughs> do a barrel roll. <laughs> uh, uh, Sierra Nevada Bigfoot barley wine is Ooh. what I've been sipping on. Ooh, I like barley wines. I have one in the basement right now called Reindeer Tears. It's a barrel aged barley wine. I'm a little scared to drink it. Now, Mason, you we were talking about you uh, brewing alcohol and stuff. Is there a way that our listeners could? access that and purchase it for themselves um, so because federal laws are a giant load of shit uh we're oh, not yeah, allowed to sell right. online you can but, say that right uh, now because the government's shut down they won't know <clears throat> yeah might yeah. might be the best time to purchase it, it yep. there'll be nobody <laughs> who can bring the mail to your house um you, so we have a contract with bevmo if you can get a hold of bevmo tell them you if you're in california uh sutherland distilling um i think we just got our license for nevada as well or Arizona, excuse me, Arizona. Um, but Sutherland Distilling, we uh, have vodka, rums, and a rye whiskey that we're able to market. Everything else is through our distillery in Livermore. So if anyone's ever interested, come by, say hi. Um, very easy Instagram handle is uh, Sutherland Distilling. Uh, Facebook is the same thing. Um yeah, we're we're always posting about something new that we're doing, and uh, if either of you want to be really fat fucks, pull up that Instagram right now and see the Bloody Mary that they do every other see? month. 
I don't like Bloody Marys. I don't like tomato juice. I also just I hate them as well, but I love all the shit that we put on top. And that's why I wish there's um there's a bar in Milwaukee that has like an entire fried chicken on top of it's like a pitcher of margarita with a fried chicken. It's like sixty bucks. I'm like, I wish I liked Bloody Marys to eat the fried chicken. What was ours? Ours was uh ours was like forty eight dollars or some shit. That's not too bad for California. Here's here's what it came with. It came with a full beef rib, a lobster tail, a snow crab leg, the full leg, not just one joint, the full fucking leg, <laughs> like a third of a fucking bottle of vodka and a bunch of tomato juice. Ugh. That uh, all of it is homemade. None of it is prepackaged. How far? So your your place is in Livermore, California. Yeah, so, uh, just... Corey, where, where are you? You're not in San Francisco. You're outside of San Francisco? Yeah, I'm in Sonoma County. I'm about an hour north. Okay, yeah, so then we're we're about two hours from you. Trying two, to three hours from you. Looking at, I'm looking at a, a map here. Well, you'll have to get familiar with that map because uh, you actually did get added to the wedding list because my drunk ass told my fiance about That's that fine. joke. I, t- I text Beach and I'm like, hey, man, I need you to be my date to a wedding. And he said he would, he be but <laughs> um, so it's okay. So it's like an hour out of San Francisco. There's a conference that we I go to every year in San Francisco, and I'm trying to figure out if there's got to be a way to get out there if I go again. We were we were joking that we were going to get the, uh, the Matt Vincent to officiate it and just have all the asshole people there, but uh, just uh, all your wedding would we, be we, all of the meanest people, and that's in October, right? Uh, yeah, it's October thirteenth. October thirteenth. I'm gonna see if Beach is still gonna be my date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for my house, Matt, it's about an hour and a half. Oh, it's not bad. I like how everyone got real silent while I asked Beach to be my date again. Well, now now we're all we're all trying to figure out where the fuck we are relative to each other. <laughs> Just, um, <laughs> okay, so from my house right now, let's see. Let's, uh, Would you walk five hundred miles and then walk five hundred more? It's actually two thousand one hundred and ninety-one <laughs> miles. It is a thirty-two-hour car ride from my house to yours. I ain't doing that, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> and can you believe that there are people that drive to the Arnold from California? Um, that doesn't surprise me one bit. I know uh, Brandon Chapetti does, but he always stops off in like Texas and shit. I guess I'd drive to the Arnold from here. That's just a brisk seven, eight hours, something like that. I have nothing. But to Ohio. <clears throat> yeah, have you ever been to Ohio? No, but uh, I heard it's for lovers. It is. That's true. It's also the asshole of the state, or excuse me, the asshole of the country. My buddies and I, we went out in. Uh, so one year we went to the Arnold on Friday and went to Cleveland on Saturday, and we went out Saturday night and like found a sushi place and we were walking through downtown and there was not a fucking person outside, and it was like wait, there's sushi in Ohio. Is that is that it a was actually, like it was pretty sushi? good. It was a pretty good sushi place, um, but one of the guys I go with had never eaten sushi before, so we're like, well, it's, we're here. Let's. We're here. We're queer. We don't want any more bears. Let's go get some. Um, <laughs> and I think now our, my buddy Seth is in a sushi, which is chest dicks. But uh, yeah, there was like not a single person outside. The I want to say the Heat were not the Heat. The fucking basketball team, the hockey team, were playing. 
in town. You're talking to the wrong guys, man. No, Columbus has hockey, so it's, they have a basketball team. Uh, you got you got the Browns and the Cavaliers. That's that's what. You okay, got okay, yeah. So the Cavaliers were playing. Obviously, the Browns weren't because it was March and the Browns. Um, but there was like no one no outside. One What's that? No one cares anyways. It's the Browns. I so one of the guys in my band is like a diehard Browns fan, and I don't know why. I mean, I do know why, but I don't know why. He's he's grown up in Wisconsin his entire life. He was a Vikings fan at one point, which is not uncommon to see around here. And uh, apparently, a player that he was a fan of got traded to the Browns, became a Browns fan, and now he's just a Browns fan. He said he was watching a game, so he he has NFL Sunday ticket without having Directv. <clears throat> you can like if you prove to Directv that you can't get Dish, they will let you pay for a season of Sunday ticket. And he did it, and it was like one of the games that they lost, which was sixteen. And uh, he said it was like the fourth quarter, and he just called and tried to cancel, and they wouldn't let him. <laughs> <laughs> He's so pissed off at the Browns that he wanted to cancel his Sunday ticket. Ah, that dumb bastard. So, so how are my fiance on the other side of the wall uh, texted me, yelling at me about my uh, X Files opinions. She said, "Thanks for stealing my opinions, asshole." <laughs> does she want to? she want to be on? She want to come in here? I'm sure, I'm sure, she <laughs> I, really I, I wants to be on the internet right now. I told her I gave her credit, but. Uh, she, she, she still uh, stands with her words. Is she gonna listen to this? Uh, probably not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. You could have lied. <laughs> why would anybody? Why would we expect anyone to listen to this? That's true. When have... half of your viewership is sitting on the other side of the computer, uh, yeah. you lower your expectations. That's, that's actually a really good point. You know, <laughs> of the seven people that listen, three are on the show right now. Hmm. I actually was going to send my wife in in my stead because she watches the Grudge movies way too much, which I mean more than once. Uh, and I forgot that they made two sequels, and I almost oh, yeah. watched three. Them, Isn't there a fourth one? No, there's going to be a they've announced they're going to do a reboot of the series. But the person who directed the third one also directed uh, three online shorts, I guess, after the second one or around the time of the second one. So there's a lot of grudge, and there's of course the Japanese series that it was originated from, which I feel would have been a lot better of a topic to pick instead of this garbage piece of movie. Ooh. Well, right now, so I, I went to to watch this last night, and I flipped on. I was flipping through cable channels. I was not looking to watch this. It was just like, all right, I'm gonna have to get a fucking around to it anyways. Sure. But on Stars, they they were playing the Grudge. The Grudge 2 and then Juan, the original version of The Grudge, all in a row. So it's it's something that seems like right now everybody's probably seeing this. Uh, who cares to, who hasn't seen it before and don't know what the fuck they're in for. Yeah, this movie's not yeah, we, good. Uh, we played CinemaSins as we were going through it and uh, it was pretty that? great. What that, what, that sounds fun, actually. What, what is it? Cinemas. You've and never you know heard of Cinemas? Cinemas? No, I'm straight. The, it's, the, a, it's a channel, channel where they take uh, pretty much every popular movie and point out all of the cinematic faux pas, like Ooh. three minutes of intro credits, <laughs> CinemaSin. And so when, uh, or like they'll say the title of the movie and that's a sin count against the movie. Oh, it's, 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 but, but they'll also, uh, on, on some movies, 
they'll say, but this thing was really so fucking cool that we're going to take away three sins. And just like, you'll see the score, you see the tally that's counting up. And then all of a sudden it'll jump back a couple uh, because they are very honest. It's like, it's not, we're just shitting on this to shit on it. It's, we're telling you the things that we think are cinematically like we should be past this by now, but we're not. And we point them all out, but we're fair. Yeah, like they, uh, when they did like all the Star Wars movies, it's like, oh, you know, yeah, bullshit, bullshit, sin, 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 sin. Holy shit, did you see that? That was really cool. We'll take off three cents. Yep. (laughs) I'm going to have to watch. I had never, ever heard of this. Oh, that's a, that's a good channel. Like there's not a lot of popular YouTube channels that I watch, but that one and uh, Honest Trailers is another one that I, I watch a lot. Ooh, movie recipes. Oh, is that binging with Babish? Uh, no, it's on the CinemaSins website. <clears throat> oh, is... they did. They they, they kind of stopped doing that. Did they? But yeah, yeah. binging binging with Babish does a lot of this shit too. Although I really yeah, enjoyed his um the the Ralph Wiggum Cran sandwich, but he just like <laughs> colors cheeses and then does it. And it was yeah. pretty cool. Much better than uh, melting crayons. Yeah, yeah. He said he tried <laughs> melting crayons once, and it just didn't go very well. Shocker. Says you. Have you melted crayons before? I, I gotta say, a green blue is quite tasty. Jesus Christ! Were you not a child in the right wine fairy when they had a machine that melted your crayons down into more crayons? Yeah, I think I remember that, but I don't think I ever had it. Um, I never had like an well, issue with a eating twenty-year-old when that came out. Well, yeah, what was that? It's just basically a mini crock pot, though, isn't it? Uh, it was it was kind of like a weird uh, a weird like smelter. Yeah, I'm looking at when this thing came out. Crayola Cran Maker. It apparently still exists. Oh yeah, uh, they sell three a year. This thing was fucking archaic and dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> For the for the kids whose grandma already got them the, the Snoopy snow cone maker the year before, this is the next big fucking thing on your list from grandma this year. Grandma, just give me the five bucks. Just, that's Actually, a great part about being grandma's favorite is you don't have to worry about five bucks. You just you just know you got grandma's love. Or your grandmas are dead. Yeah, I was gonna say some of us don't have grandmas anymore, dicks. Well, I mean, I don't have parents, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. All right. Um, so all the angry emails that you're already huh. going to write into the show about Mason, you all should feel like assholes right now yeah. before you hit send. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what year this crayon maker came out. I'm going to change the subject real quick. And, uh, here's just like a website of a guy melting down crayons in various methods. Still don't know what year this thing came out. You can, um, oh wow, they made like, they're like, arguing the IT and you should know how to figure this shit out real fast. Um, yeah, but beer. <laughs> and, and they still make the Cran Factory. There's like a new one every few but years. But the, the Cran Factory now is you melt crayons into multicolor creations. Like this kid looks like someone's thumb is in his, her butt. I can't tell if it's a guy or a girl. It looks like kind of boyish, but with long blonde hair. And then there's like a fucking dog. That's like perfect red and blue. And I know when you make it, it'll really just turn into like this hideous purple dog. Like there's no fucking way that these things come out this perfect. Or you're that happy when you're jamming crayons into some weird heater. It's better than your nose. Some weird heater, what you call your ass. <laughs> That's how Homer Simpson got smart. And no, my 
crayon maker's not my butt, Corey. It's my prison suitcase. Uh, the oldest I'm seeing is 2002. Wow, I expect I, that sound. That's like a very 90s sounding thing. Although in 2002, you were six years old, seven years old. Do you not know how to math? I'd be nine. Uh, 2002, I was already smashing sliz. Not really. Did did, did you just... like sharpie sliz on your <laughs> just, left hand? Just, uh, <laughs> I would write sliz in my right hand and then just go to fucking pound town on it. Sliz uh, is her pet name. Her real name is is Slizabeth. <laughs> I was I was one of them Slizabethans. Hmm. Hmm. We're doing everything we can to not talk about this movie, aren't we? <laughs> I know. I'm on number three, Mason. Where are you at, dog? Uh, I'm 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 about a second away from going and getting something else. Dude, you have to. Although once this one ends, then the P comes on, and that's when I start to rush the show. Yeah. So, <laughs> so so take your time. Well, number you on? I'm on the one where I'm regretting life decisions. I don't so, think I'll, so, I don't think I'll get that deep. To, oh God, dang it! I just spilled all over my keyboard. See, regret. <laughs> I gotta lick my. I gotta lick my desk and my cans. Well, it's it's time to clean out the uh, Cheeto dust, beer, and come from your keyboard, Cor- Matt. <laughs> so I actually I I had bought a keyboard where the keys stand off the top, so it's easier to clean the Cheeto dust out. <laughs> I'm just smearing beer all over the place. I'm gonna come in here tomorrow and be like, why is it sticky? You never are going to walk in there and wonder why it's sticky. <laughs> no, that's what the garbage can's for. Really? No pot of plants? You you can shoot that far? No, I stand up and like and come stagger over to jizz into a garbage can. Don't you know, tell me you don't. Masturbation. What's that? More than two shakes is masturbation. Well, yeah, I know. I'm married. Well versed. <laughs> More than four shakes is the second time. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening right now. We're going to give you the opportunity. We're going to give you the opportunity, Mason, to describe to us what the fuck the grudge is. The, the, the grudge is a clusterfuck of this 90s your punishment. photography that was, came out in 2004. Yeah, 2004. Yeah, no, this uh, I was talking with Matt about this. This is one of those movies that, you know, it was, it was 11 when this came out. It scared the shit out of me. Watch it as an adult. Nothing. Nothing. There scared was, the uh, shit out of you that someone paid to make this. Yeah, yeah. It, but, it very much bothered me that when you mentioned I can't that pay this for school, but someone can pay for this movie. <laughs> but like, but like we talked about, like The Ring scared the shit out of me when I saw it when it was in theaters, and now I watch it now, and it's a goddamn joke. Blair Witch. So, I like the remake, but yeah, I, it's same thing. So the thing with the the Grudge and and the ring specifically they were both films that came as remakes of recent uh japanese films and there's an aesthetic to them that was new and kind of visually interesting to americans when they saw it so when you're watching the, the commercials for this and you're seeing this uh i forget origo or whatever uh i can't remember what the kind of ghost is Kaiju but this rage ghost yeah uh, the rage ghost that is in this, and then the the naked kid, which is just weird. Um, but it 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 felt very spooky and, and new. And this was there. 
Oh yeah, the so there's the to get in the story a little bit. Uh, a woman has a serious crush on her teacher, on an American who's who's living um, and and teaching in a university that she goes to, and her husband discovers her diary about it, assumes that they're having an affair, murders her, murders their son, murders their cat, and then kills himself. Uh, and the the story is is that when someone is killed in an act of of a high amount of rage or a high amount of sorrow, that their ghost will haunt the house and uh, essentially kill anybody who who comes into the place. And at the time that the story starts, it's been three years since the murder suicide has happened, and the first family moves into the home, uh, a couple and their mother who has dementia. And dementia. <laughs> right. And then they all get killed. But there are assistants who are supposed to be coming to the home to help out with the mother. One of them, the essentially the first one we see is this woman, Yoko. And we see her get pulled in by the ghost when she's she goes into a closet or something or goes upstairs. Because uh, I guess the whole thing about the ghost is that they just make a fucking mess around the house. Uh, at first to get your attention and then you follow the mess upstairs like while you're trying to clean it and then uh, either naked kid or angry cat or hairy woman come out and uh, they grab you and they fill you up with fear and cause you to die and and so I guess it just perpetuates things further because if one of the ways that you're supposed to die is if, if you're extremely sorrowful extremely enraged I guess fear might be another one and they just keep killing people and more people and more people and more people and it just keeps bringing the ghost back well, I mean, it kind of had a, it kind of had like a sixth sense thing where you don't figure out that the kid's dead until most of the way through the movie. Uh, so, so you know, the mess kind of makes sense, and then all of a sudden you realize you're dead, and you go, "Wow, this kid's dead, and he's a dick." Yeah, yeah, and and not exactly his fault, but he he's a part of it, and it's just so everybody walks in the house dies, which is weird in and of itself because the ghost starts chasing people across town. Uh, goes to a completely different apartment building to find the sister of the couple who were living there with the the mother-in-law and uh, kills a cop, kills the teacher who sent both Yogo and Sarah Michelle uh, Geller's character, Karen, to the house uh, because I, I they, they've stepped inside. didn't give her a real name. It's just Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things about it is that it's non-linear storytelling. We open up with seeing uh, Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, Scott Bakula, <laughs> all Jeff of the British. above. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he he's standing there. A uh, woman on the bed, who I assume is just actually Al, uh, is like, <laughs> hey, you know, I found out what we need to fix in this timeline. And so Pullman, we see him there and he's just kind of like standing on a balcony and he turns back, looks at her, looks over the balcony and then just falls over it and dies. Um, but this isn't like, it goes from that to the death of Yoko to Sarah Michelle Geller getting introduced to go pick up the slack because Yoko didn't show up for work the next day. And she goes over there and then we start to get some backstory about the couple that moved in. And later on, we'll see the backstory when she walks in and she's she sees what happens when Bill Pullman goes in there and he discovers what happened to the woman who was obsessed with him and uh, the family and everything. So it you kind of jump around in time. It's not exactly Pulp Fiction or 
Um, so the Wikipedia, <clears throat> and I was reading this because I have to, uh, but it it said that everything is chronological <laughs> in the movie. Which are you sure? I gotta find it again. Chrono- yeah, because uh, it seemed to be out of order. Maybe the Wikipedia is chronological and how they tell it. it. It was a lot of like jumping back to memories kind of thing, and that was that that made it very hard to follow at a couple points. But like, also, oh, hey, I was just interested in this movie for three seconds, and now I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Okay, cool. Yeah, but it does the the stupid thing of the we have to explain to the audience how this happened. So we're going to have the main character see witness to things that happened before she was here. She's going to walk around and like the ghost is showing her because it has, has to explain to her what happened. Um, Let me show you so that we I'm can not. see it. Yeah, exactly. So here's Bill Pullman finding the stuff and everything, because otherwise she she really doesn't know enough to figure out what the fuck is going on or why. But she should just be killed. It's like we have an attachment to you, so we're going to let you see it where everybody else just sees shit, freaks out, has an asthma attack until the ghost finally climbs up on their face and, and smothers them with fear. I, I just... Uh, so you both sorry. get one free shot to make fun of me. It, the Wikipedia says, the following events are explained in their actual order. The original film is presented in nonlinear narrative. So I don't know how to read. It's okay. It's, it's okay. They don't require a, a high school education to get a job in IT and, you know, those comics. <laughs> I expected a lot worse. Um, thanks, guys. <laughs> Potentially was masturbating while reading this. So uh, sometimes words are missed when you go cross-eyed. When you, you know, it was, a, it was a big strokes. spooky ghost, right? Big, big spooky ghost. Big, <laughs> I do like jerking it to big spooky ghosts. Nothing like a big clump of hair in a bathtub to make you feel like this is what I need to bang one out to. Uh, by the way, this movie definitely made me feel like it's about time for me to cut my hair because it was just gross. It was just gross the whole way. Like, I can't I can't look at that shit anymore. Yeah, I cut mine when I was like 18, dude. You're 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 about 40 years behind. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm past that. I'm 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 hard rock in the 80s uh, because I, I don't know how to do things now. It doesn't matter what I do. I'm not going to look good. Uh, I just I'm really lazy and cheap. That a boy. There was, there was a long period of time where I didn't cut my hair simply because I'm like, do I really need to spend the money to get my hair cut? It's just hair. No, I, I'm I'm definitely at a point where I it's it's at the almost I think the length of where I can donate it, and that's more what I'm interested in doing is is I've donated a couple of times before. Um, but yeah, it's just <sighs> it doesn't matter. Now is you just gotta let it grow all the way. Go out and go do some LARPing out in the uh, wonderful field <laughs> go on the weekends and just start screaming Thunderbolt. So um, <laughs> when my brother got married a couple years back, the park in which he got married, there were LARPers there the day of the rehearsal. Excuse me. It was actually the day of the wedding because I remember I got super drunk um, <laughs> for family reasons. and. It was Tuesday. Uh, because <laughs> it was a Tuesday, <laughs> we'll go with it's a Tuesday. That's uh, we don't need to turn this into the podcast of a therapy again. But uh, I remember running around with a sword after the the ceremony, trying to LARP <laughs> with these guys, and they were just not very happy. Who ordered the Viking? We don't. We did not ask for a Viking. 
<laughs> so but, funny you say that. My brother he actually played it, but he brought his own sword, and it wasn't <laughs> a PVC foam. I fucking and it came in a case and everything. My brother actually had uh, for the pictures after the wedding. He had like wigs and big yarn beards and swords and shit for the pictures because he's. I'm pretty sure he LARPs. He just won't tell me about it. No, no, nobody, I, nobody I, wants I, to make fun of my brother for LARPing. I used to LARP on you, Dad. I didn't. I didn't. My fantasy wife, LARP. My wife came in here to get her, her laptop charger and heard me talk about my brother and LARPing, and the door just like creaks back open and she stares at me because she knows he's he's a closet LARPer. <laughs> oh, all right. Hang on. I got a dog now. Lucky you. Nope. I think they're leaving now. They hate me. They just came in and bitch at you about your comments on the X Files earlier. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get mine out of the room earlier when I was trying to start this. Uh, mine go pretty much wherever food or a blanket is. Yeah, no, that's that's. I was making the joke earlier that mine has a uh, blanket vision. She yeah. she threw a couch to a blanket. What kind of dog do you have? Um, a f- small small Chihuahua Terrier mutt. Ooh, fuck yeah! Oh, who's coming in here now? Dieter. All right, be an internet dog. This is Aww. Dieter. He likes to lick inside my mouth. <laughs> Moan and keep stroking when he does. It it's funny because that's how you introduced me to your bassist. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ken doesn't like licking inside of mouths. Right, you he likes just licking inside your mouth. I might have no, misheard he's, mouth. He's uh <laughs> Ken is actually like really weird and homophobic, huh. which is odd because we know that. I, so I'm like so glad it. that he's the one that I chose for that joke. Yeah, so we push it to the limit, and and Ken and uh, our singer and one of our guitar players were in a different band at one point too. And Jr. and uh, Nate are the two. And uh, Jr. was telling me about this one time that they were driving to the other band practice, and they kept fucking with Ken, and he was getting really uncomfortable. So Nate and Jr. just took their shirts off in Ken's car, and he pulled the car over. And and got out and wouldn't get back in until they put their shirts back on. <laughs> Which is, is funny because Nate is like the Nate has kids. Has had he was engaged for a while. JR is married, has kids. It's like there's no question of anyone's sexuality except mine. And uh it was just super weird that like Ken gets so uncomfortable about it. Hey man, give him five years, he'll come out as a man lover. Just takes time. <laughs> he's he's forty single and has a cat. <laughs> so that should just speak loud enough. That's what I said. But Ken's also like one of the nicest people I know. So I don't like speaking stereotypes. But he's a sister. Um, <laughs> see, that's what I said. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. You know, uh, fucking, if, if you're not if you're not ready to come out, if you're never ready to come out, that's up to you, man. That that's that's your I... call. We support you. We just we we as long as it's not coming from a place I hate. You know, oh, God, it, no. it, Ken, I, that, Ken is, Ken yeah, is and that's the thing is I I know I've heard you talk about Ken. Yeah, I didn't know about that aspect, but I know that he's a good but guy. But the thing is, and that's what's so funny. It's like, oh man, Ken, come on, come on, buddy. If he just wouldn't let it get to him so much, we wouldn't do it at all, right? <laughs> like, the, yeah, whatever. It, maybe it's that he's not actually homophobic at all. Um, he just leans into that as much as he can so you guys so. don't realize that he's secretly a LARPer. <laughs> I'm going to ask him. So yeah, so the, the grudge <laughs> when it came out. 
2004. So the the oh, ring shit. came out about two years before. <laughs> so so this is this is a point we are. The ring happens. It does very very well. The Grudge happens. It does incredibly well too. I think it had a, a ten million dollar budget and it made. 30? What, 150 or something? 100, really the box office. Excuse me, $10 million yeah, it, budget that made $187 million. Yeah. Um, so in like the first four days of it coming out, they're like, we've got to fast track another one. Now, the person who directed the, the original version did the American remake. And then I guess he went on to do the sequels uh, in Japan as well. And did the sequel to this one out here, the sequel, The Grudge 2 in America is not the same as The Grudge 2 or Juan 2 uh, in Japan. They're different stories. But The Grudge was based off of Juan. It's the same story told over again. Um, but it, it, like looking at the credits and stuff, at least on IMDb, all the white people are listed first. <laughs> and it, it feels like there are... Uh, Asian actors who are or Asian American, I'm not sure, but who are in this that are more important to the story than than a, a good deal of the white people are in it more than a good deal of white people, but the white people all in it first. I think that's that's kind of a bizarre thing that it's I don't know. I, I think that there's a problems inherent to Hollywood, and that's probably one of them. Um but the story itself is just so slow and it's not spooky it, as much as it has no. some really cool visuals at points and that like there are points where you see stuff and it's like oh you know that's that's a good jump scare moment but otherwise it's not interesting at all that is the one thing that i would commend this movie for is some of the imagery is kind of creepy like when the guy's watching the the camera footage and the face is just yeah just the eyes i thought yeah. that was kind of cool but the story is yeah no boy no we we've seen so much now especially of the the grainy footage ghosts going across the screen it's like every haunting show uh ghost hunter things they're, they're chasing has stuff like that but all of the paranormal activities have that and yeah. I, I just i personally find ghost stories dull at this point after the exorcist and um poltergeist it's it's hard for me to really feel that anything has stepped up and done something new with it. This was, uh, a, this was just had the feel of like a very old sinister. Like it had that whole like possessed demon, whatever crap. And then oh, everyone's dead. Okay, cool. I, Next movie. Repeat. But I feel like sinister did something more interesting because of the fact that of the, the serial killer aspect of it and the discovery of what that was. Now I still haven't seen the second one and it seems like the second one is where it fell apart. Um, but I, I, as much as the the first one was still generally just okay, I found what it was more interesting than just it's an angry ghost, and everybody who walked in the house uh, gets killed by an angry ghost, and that's just there's not enough there to it, and and the whole mystery is why the ghost is angry, and that's it, and then we get some semblance of what that is, but it's not explained well in the movie, and then it just kind of stops at the end uh, oh your boyfriend walked in the house for no reason so he's dead too and uh don't answer the phone cops dead too everybody just died except for you, you you'll make the sequel for five minutes uh just so we could hand this off to the next person 
I, I, I get it. Is the most interesting thing about the grudge that they spoofed it for scary movie four? That that was a that was a great great uh, great 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 uh, scene in Scary Movie Four. It and they did the ring in in Scary Movie Three, I think. So they had, right. they've already like at that point in time, it was just so old hat. But 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 Scary yeah, Movie but, Two will still always have the best references of "Grab My Good Hand." Mm. God oh, damn God. it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's not a lot I love about any of the scary movies, but uh, Chris Elliott in that one is pretty. <laughs> yeah, someone just brought that up not that long ago, so it's odd that we are now talking about that right now. Um, quick update: Ken doesn't know what a LARPer is, so I had to explain it to him. <laughs> um, sure, he doesn't. His response is like dressing up and acting like Dungeons and Dragons shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That about sums it up. Yeah. That that'll throw us off the scent, Ken. Good job, good old Ken. I don't think he actually listens to this, so we we can make fun of Ken if you want. I I will make fun of Ken in the same way that I make fun of you, which is out of a place of love. Out of love, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> uh, but so uh, 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 another uh, thing uh, about oh, uh, oh, 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 Ken responded. Oh. I said yes. He said shit. I have a hard enough time dressing up and playing everyday adult. <laughs> So this is a yes. Ken's a LARPer. Let's leave it at that. All right, I guess back to this movie or whatever. Plus when he throws on stockings and a bra and goes down to the glory hole. It's probably but, got a nice ass. got a nice ass underneath those pants. Who's? I don't even know what's happening. What day is it? Me either. That's it. It's Sunday. Uh, <laughs> probably calling to work tomorrow. <laughs> Um, this was also brought to us by Ghost House Productions, uh, which is Sam Raimi's production company, which, and he's one of the producers on this. Let me point out that Sam... So we were talking earlier about Bill Skarsgård and his brother and how they're all like doing shit together. So Sam Raimi did maybe a dozen movies and directed... He had major credit on about a dozen movies, and I think in like nine of those, his brother Ted was in. Well, he also involved Ted pretty heavily in the Hercules and Xena properties. Yeah. So what I need is a famous brother, not a dickhead brother. Well, yeah. I, James Gunn does the same thing with his, with his brother in the Guardians films. Uh, it, it's fine. It, it, we wouldn't know anything about Clint Howard if it wasn't for Ron. <laughs> it, That's it's, true. It's yeah. True. It, sometimes nepotism, it, it's not like it's okay but we forgive it because some of our favorite bit actors or or side characters or or just character actors in general are are there because of the nepotism. But it's fine. Corey, you're my favorite side hoe. I am. We're not related though. That's why you're, you're my side you're, hoe. You're the only side yeah, hoe. That's, that's what makes it legal. <laughs> you're my side piece. I, I don't live that far from Utah. We could make it work. <laughs> She goes to Utah a lot for work, so I could probably just hitch a ride. We can make this fucker official. Mm. Does it, Facebook have the ability to be married to more than one person? I mean, if they didn't, that'd be uh, that'd be some sort of you know That's what social I'm justice thing that to come That's through. What I'm saying, you should find this out. We'll do it right now. Uh, I don't know. I haven't had Facebook for like six years. So. Yeah, yeah, we had this conversation. 
I think you're better. Yeah, we did, but Corey and I didn't. Fuck off. I think you're better than me. <laughs> if he does, would it mean that he's wrong? <laughs> no, because he is. He's got his Just life more in order than mine. He's eight, nine <laughs> years younger than me, or something silly. It's 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 bad enough that you're young and you still have dreams, but that you're young, have dreams and success. That's bullshit, man. That's not nice to do. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's not jump to conclusions. There's no success anywhere in sight. <laughs> That's true. For all we know, he's a real fuck up. I haven't seen this fiance he keeps talking about. <laughs> That is the X-Files mystery that needs to be solved. Well, I mean, that's all her shit. So. <laughs> this movie sucked, yes. all right? Just, just <laughs> really sucked. This movie was not good. I, I literally went into this. I was like, that's, that was asking me, so what movie you want to do? Uh, well, we could do one of the two. Well, let's, let's, let's do The Grudge first. I remember that one being kind of scary. Yeah, it's been a while. I haven't seen it. Mm. Bat, big mistake. Big mistake. Should have... <sighs> Should have went with Green Inferno. <laughs> I but Green Inferno, like I, I just we we I saw it in the theater. It's still like a newer movie, so like doing this wasn't at the time a bad idea. <laughs> no, I, 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 it was a terrible idea. Yeah, was... but I I feel like it did get two sequels, and it is apparently getting a reboot. And we kind of have to face the fact that it had success. What, but at 13 years later, what compels you to do a reboot of this? Just like what compels you to do a reboot of of Rings, uh, of the Ring movies? What compels you to do a reboot of Jigsaw? Um, I don't hmm. remember Rings being good. Jigsaw is uh, it's your basic Saw movie where it's like 90% of the time, hey, we're just we're leading you in the right direction, and then the last 10%, it's like, fuck it. And nothing makes any sense. Um, Yolo swag. Yolo swag. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, someone in the background, the script just says Yolo swag for Jesus. And fucking <laughs> everything goes. Um, but if Jesus, you, a very good model for what a jigsaw <laughs> kill is. <sighs> yep. Uh, yeah, so. Your followers have betrayed you. You have. <laughs> just, so, so, where so, the answers are. <laughs> Hollywood, if you're listening, we collectively, the three of us, are willing to sell the rights to Saw Zero the AD. Chronicles. Yep, yep. It's the Jesus version of Saw. So basically, Jesus has lost his mind, and he's he, got. He was the son of a carpenter. He'd have to own a saw, right? Exactly. All of the apostles. Jesus was a carpenter. He was not the son of a carpenter. Oh, that's right. I don't know. Nice, nice. I, th- I think that kid had fucking daddy issues all the way across the board doesn't matter the point here the movie we're selling right now is that jesus builds some medieval shit for all the apostles and they got to get out of it jesus wants to play a game and in three minutes you will be stabbed repeatedly in the torso yeah if you do not confess your sins to us and deny that you are the false prophet you will be killed yep (laughs) yeah hundred million dollars we'll sell it just saying let's go let's go fuck you passion we got this (laughs) trademark uh, trademark January 21st, 2018. The uh, 2018th year in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. $100 million. Fuck, what was I talking about? I made that joke earlier today. I was like, at this time, 2018, the year of our Lord. <laughs> I love doing that. People always just stare at you. I'm like, yeah. I just love that Matt's legal thought process is that if you just scream trademark, that that automatically so, right. So funny, funny story, funny thing you say that. Um, 
the easiest way. So if you as a band create music and you do not copyright, copyright. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like this was like ten ten years ago that we found we kind of this was this was a process because now it's it's much easier to like put your music out and it be a registered trademark, copyrighted, etc. Ten we years just ago, have a really flaming Spotify playlist and uh, I, have a drug. I'm still trying to get us on a fire Spotify playlist, but that's a, that's a different conversation. So right now. <laughs> Um, excuse me, 10 years ago, if you wanted to trademark your music or like prove that your band name existed, all you had to do was record a CD, mail yourself that CD, register yeah. mail, and force a signature, and that's how you would prove that you had the band name first. That was copyright. You're trademark fucking, is different. You're a fucking copyright, Corey. And, uh, copyright is, is different from trademark. Trademark is is more of like your, your logo, your band name, that kind of stuff that you, you have to protect. But copyright was, yeah, you could, if you wrote something and you mailed yourself a copy, registered mail, and you didn't open it, then you could take it to court. And all it was, was it, it gave you something as evidence in court, but you'd still have to pay for a lawyer. It does, well, it yeah, wasn't like, yeah. oh, well, fuck you. Here's yeah. my envelope. Oh, open it. Well, then that breaks the fucking rule. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, I, I remember the same thing from the 80s. Uh, that was always the way that the poor man's copyright law. Yep. Well, speaking speaking of copyright, I'm gonna take us down the fat guy rabbit hole here. Um, mm, Twinkies, <laughs> Corey, Corey, you uh, you know the wonderful Lord and Savior of In and Out in California. Um, yes. yes. So there is a barbecue place uh, right down the street from us called Sauced that they mm. they have a couple throughout. Yeah. So yeah, we have yeah. Sauced here in Petaluma. Okay, so you're up in Petaluma. Cool. Yep. Um, <laughs> Lagunitas, great road trip. Um, Three Floyds Anyways, bought Lagunitas um, distiller distiller machines. Yep. What? I don't know what they're fucking called. The stills. So Lagunitas uh, had stills, and they sold them to Three Floyds, yeah. and that's what Three Floyds is using to start their um, rum. Not the interesting. Liquid. Yep. All right. Um, sorry. Where I was going with that. Uh, <laughs> Sauce has started their whole like. Oh yeah, we got new burgers. Literally, one of them is called Copyright, and it is just blatantly upping in and out. It's it's the same fucking thing, spreading everything. They got fries to go with it too, and they're literally animal fries. They're like, oh, we 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 know that they are taking copyright fucking food and throwing it on their menu. You guys think copyright so many times. Triggered the, yeah, the copyright. Shark cheddar, sauteed onion, house made Thousand Island, lettuce, tomato, and pickles. Yep. I'm going to turn but the camera off and mask. 16 bucks. It's a $16 <laughs> fucking. The, the whole point of In and Out is that as far as cheap, somewhat fast uh, burger food goes, they they are good. better than the other ones. The, the problem with In and Out is they've got a very limited menu. They just recently added the first thing to their menu in 16 years, and it was hot chocolate. Um, How the fuck did they do that? I have not seen this. I, I think it's only certain locations, but yeah, we, we went really there. <laughs> it's like hot chocolate marshmallows. That makes sense. Um, so this the sauce place, their uh, their 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 menu is not on like a real website. So it's on oh, singleplatform.com. Yeah, it well, the one I'm looking at. Someone fucked up, and it says that their full-sized pulled pork nachos is eighteen hundred and fifty dollars. And someone did fuck up. Yeah, I found the real. Uh, oh, Corey shared a link. I'm I'm opening this, and we're going through it all together. Yep. No, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's the menu. I just found it too. All right, new podcast uh, idea: menu reviews. 
this week we're working with sauce barbecues and spirits. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. My boss comes out here from Rhode Island a couple of times a year, maybe. And every time he's here, pretty much every day, he goes to in and out because he grew up in Southern California. And I didn't think it was so, that great. I'm a, I'm it, a much bigger fan of Whataburger. Okay. It's okay. It, no, I'll it's it's, it's regional thing. It's it's your local yeah. thing. It's like if I go back to Michigan, I'm gonna want to go to White Castles because I grew up with White Castles <laughs> and I can't get them out here. So even though if I buy White Castles frozen at the Safeway and I heat them up, the they taste, taste the exactly the fucking same. In my adult life, I have not shit for one day. I have not. There's one day <laughs> I have not gone with making a BM. Oh, that God. day was the day after I ate White Castle for the first time. Um. Yeah. Wow. That's that's yep. one that's. I, I have a story then, uh, because also White when, Castle smells the same going in as it does coming out. No, that's true. That's absolutely true. Um, when I came to visit California before I moved out here, uh, it was my friend and I drove across the country. So that thirty-two hours you're talking about <laughs> earlier, we did. We did yeah. from Michigan to California in about thirty-six hours, uh, straight <sighs> through, didn't stop, and uh, we left his place in Flint. And I, I like, couldn't stop using the bathroom. I just like, oh, I, I yeah. was going to get ready and I'd take a shit and then I'd like start to get in the shower and in the middle of taking a shower, I'd like, I have to get out and take another shit. And then before we left, I had to take another shit. So I grabbed a couple rolls of toilet paper that I stole from his dad. I'm like, uh, we're going to need these. And then we got in the car and drove across the country. So the drive was about a day and a half. We get here, uh, stay with my friend Anne at her place, have ample opportunity to use the bathroom i could not <laughs> shit for 11 days i swear to you 11 <sighs> fucking days now in that time and uh had had money and stuff she kept taking us out to really nice places to eat i couldn't really eat like my stomach was just like i'll take a couple bites of food and then i won't be able to eat anymore so my entire system just got fucked up in some way but by day nine i was scared like by by day seven i'm thinking yeah, something's really wrong. But by day nine, I'm like, I'm in fear for my life. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, day 10, we were calling around of like, where can he go to a hospital and stuff? <laughs> it, it was because it's concerning. Like you're that's, used to that's your body. The days are the corner where they get their enemas from. Yeah. <laughs> so since we're telling poop stories, um, last year at the whoa, whoa, whoa. we degraded into Mark Bell's PowerCast. Let's go. Pretty Woo. much. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much the PowerCast now. Um, last year... <laughs> So they go to the they go to the, the Arnold and it, you literally do nothing but eat protein samples, drink protein samples, and drink pre workout. So we're driving home and uh, one of the a buddy of mine has a hard time pooping on the road, and we hit a truck stop on I ninety, and both of us just destroyed the toilets there, and it was like I don't know if you've ever been to a truck stop. I'm sure both of you have. You as a listener, if you've never been to a truck stop, you know that that's not a place that you take you. You don't put your naked butt cheeks on that toilet. Nope. Corey doesn't know what a truck is. Only Prius. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I so can't even defend that. I, I'm pretty sure he drives a Prius. I know. Uh, I, I drive a. Thank you. I, I drive a Fiesta because just I'm as from bad. Detroit, and I'm poor. Um, <laughs> but no, it like I. That was the other thing is I don't use public restrooms. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't. Burn it you. freaks me out. My my friend, when we used to go to Cedar Point, 
he he told me one time because he noticed it. He's like, uh, I don't understand how we can drive from Michigan to Ohio, be at Cedar Point the whole day, have lunch, have drinks, have sodas in the car and everything, and come back home and you haven't pissed once. Dude, you don't even and pee like, in a public toilet? I, at that point in time, I just didn't have to. I had the bladder. Was off the like, side of a road out a window while we're driving. Don't don't you fucking tempt me with a good time. Well, Michigan has mosquitoes. You got you got to protect your dick. That's true. Um, and they're not small. They're not teeny. They're like no. giant malaria carrying motherfuckers. But just, just like I don't, I feel that public restrooms themselves are fucked up. It's it's a stupid oh, gross. Thing but to if do. it's between shitting in my pants and shitting. On a hep well, sea filled And that's the toilet. thing. It's not like I was keeping myself from shitting. I just didn't have to. Yeah. Now it's a different story. Like, I didn't go see the new Blade Runner, not just because I'm not interested in Blade Runner, because I'm not, but also so because. You had hot wings I, the night before and you didn't want to die? No, it's, it's that I, I can sit and piss for two and a half hours. I cannot sit and not piss for two and a half hours. So it makes no sense for me to try to go see a goddamn movie where no I'm supposed to not move from my fucking seat for that long. Like, I'm, I'm 50. I'm I'm fucking fifty, and and it like it takes me a long time for the system to work, uh, <laughs> but when it when it wants to, it just like now, motherfucker, run, <laughs> just uh, piss sack activate. Yep. I had this weird thing about shitting in public, and it was like there was there was a select number of restrooms that I would use. Target was one of them because I could see the last time it was cleaned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See when I when I landscaped we we would mow the lawn at a Walmart, so I would shit at a Walmart at least once a week. And then that's kind of when my uh my public toilet standards just out the window. Oh yeah, gone. Yeah. When I was driving around in in and doing on-site computer repair and stuff, that was when things shifted. <gasps> that, that, that my life had to change because yeah, I could get through a work day probably, but just times when you're out on the fucking road and you're like, I have to find somewhere soon. And uh, California traffic's a bitch all the fucking time. Like, you you don't get a choice. And and sometimes it's like, if you have a nice client and they let you use their bathroom, you don't want to wreck it. But you might wreck it. <laughs> Just, hey, uh, um, I need to take a big greasy shit. <laughs> hey, remember at $300 I was supposed to charge you to fix your computer? Yeah, this one's on the house. Because uh, you're going to need somebody to come in here to take care of this. I've already called the plumber. Yeah. Um, you that, that service. Who bids the conversation that the non-existent fiance walks in on? Eh, whatever. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of shit conversations happening at your wedding. <laughs> so There's going to be a lot of shit conversations at the wedding. <sighs> the good news is that somehow or another, Bill Pullman will probably be there. You have to figure out who he is. but That's true. Yeah, don't take me out in public. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in life. Yeah. I don't even know how I got to this point in my life. Uh, I can tell you how we got to this point in the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> should we should we rank this movie? I'm getting the tickle that I have to pee, so we got to start wrapping this up. <laughs> so I don't have to piss no, in the garbage can. Earlier, you said earlier that it's going to happen it by the third. Every time we hit a button. I, 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 just, I just cracked a new one, so you got to wait till I'm done. Drink fast, little buddy. <laughs> just watch Matt start crying in his seat. Just, just do it. You want your triple shuffle? It's because Matt and his dancing trying to make this happen. <laughs> it's about to start happening. Should we rank um, this movie and then go back to talking about poop? Uh, 
this is probably more interesting. I don't know, to the listener, but to us, it's more interesting to talk about our our public restroom stories than it is. No, I uh, agree. Regret. I mean, they go hand in hand with the movie. They're both giant piles of shit. Yeah, that is a really good point. I'm giving this movie a one and a half. <laughs> just, just gonna throw it out there. I'm not giving an explanation. This movie sucks. The fact that you went first just shows the confidence you have. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, uh, pushes off to be the last, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna undermine all of you. This movie sucked, or I was pleasantly surprised. Oh no, 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 this movie fucking sucked. I'm going first. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was no bueno. Well, clearly, every, this is every off score of the Matt's rails. ever given is basically like I only paid half attention uh, to both this movie and the conversation we just had about it. Uh, 2.4. It's, that, that's, it's, that's, it's like Corey's been doing this with me for two and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> Mason, how I do you mean, feel about the grudge? Uh, I'll, 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 I'll give it a two. Um, the, there were, it gets one point for each scene that actually kept my interest. The first when Yoko got taken and the second when uh, she turned around and was missing her jaw. That was yeah, that pretty I, fucking gnarly. That was what a great scene. Best scene in the whole movie was that because uh, not once did Angel come through to save Buffy. So, <laughs> oh, or Spike, or Spike, oh boy, or Faith. Uh, but Amber Tamlin shows up in the second one. Let me know when you guys are done. <laughs> uh, let's see the grudge. So I, I just want to say I love Sarah Michelle Geller and I have for a long time. Um, and it bums me out that as much as people think of her as a horror icon because of Buffy that it seems like she always gets screwed by the 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 horror movies that she shows up in the the grudge terrible i i'm not a fan of the i know what you did last summer movies at all other than just grudge it it well that's because you get to see jennifer love hewitt's cans the whole time um sweet sweet can scream 2 seems like the scream that is the most forgettable to me i don't know why uh, especially because I'm sure it's better than Scream 4. Anything has to be, but I just don't recall anything about it, but I know Sarah Michelle Gellar's in it. Uh, this was this should have been a bigger deal. It 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 really isn't. I'm going to go with Matt's score. I think it's a 1.5. Suck it. <laughs> Can we just have a moment of silence for this piece of shit or what? <laughs> <laughs> just, just somber recollection of why did we do this again? I was uh, I was trying to think of a good poop story, but you I, know, I could sing that I, I vitamin C song if you want to real quick. Oh God, there the graduation song. We remember. Words <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was hoping for like time of your life, you know, the nope. same era of this movie, just sing it off into the sunset. I liked vitamin C when she was in Eve's Plum. Huh? She was the singer in a band, uh, I believe it was called Eve's Plum, named after Eve Plum from the Brady Bunch, uh, which was a a tougher sounding alternative band than what she did in her own pop stasis things years later. Uh, you are very yeah. much right. They used to play her video on Beavis and Butt-Ed all the time. I believe the song was Blue, Colleen but not the Abadi Abada. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, go. was going to ask if it was a <laughs> Oof. Another thing in this movie is Clea Duvall. Uh, <laughs> I love how Corey paid more attention to this movie than the person who recommended it. I just want to say Clea Duvall was in The Faculty. That was a movie that I liked much more than this. 
And we haven't really reviewed it. Yeah, we should probably watch yeah. that eventually. If we're going to go back and do 90s films, that that's probably, that's very 90s. As long as we don't have to watch Disturbing Behavior, because fuck that. I don't remember that one. Right. <laughs> There's absolutely good reasons. Um, Katie Holmes was in Disturbing Behavior. It was not good. It was not, I, I remember they kept trying to, they were trying really hard to give her like a, a modern, not catchphrase so much as like, but let's create a new buzzword. And so she kept saying things were razor and uh, oh. it just sounded fucking stupid. I don't think I've ever oh, seen this it, movie, it, it, but now I want to. And I just want to refer to things as being razor. New trend, 2018. Yep. Well, it was like in uh, Bill and Ted's 2. Everything's station. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Talk about a remake that that was also a big letdown. I mean, we just, could we could just go with uh, billion dollar movie, Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie. There we go. I love that movie, dude. Literally in my in my apartment, the whole last week has been me and my fiance screaming. I wasn't meant to live very long. <laughs> <laughs> See, my wife doesn't. My wife thinks Tim and Eric is stupid. Tim and Eric is stupid. It's super dumb, but it's great. <laughs> We we tried to watch it on the Hulu because they have all of it on Hulu, and we watched the first episode and went, I I can't do it. I'm so sorry, I can't do it. Drugs help. <laughs> drugs help a lot. I bet drugs help a lot. Yeah. Take that opioid crisis. <laughs> hey, I didn't say opioids. I just said drugs. Uh, yeah, whatever. Whatever. I don't even. I don't care. I don't care uh, about anything. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was never born. That's about how I feel right now, guys. And they have to. So, pay. if you wish we were never born, you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966. You can email us at pot at gncast.com. Uh, you can leave us a message on the website. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're at Podcast of Terror and all those places. And you can subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, uh, or wherever your favorite podcatchers are leave us feedback on whichever one we like you can tell us that we're stupid but maybe you still like us uh that seems to be a thing that you can do uh all subscription options and links can be found at jancast.com slash subscribe and you can join our facebook page podcast of terror or for the whole network galactic network also matt is going to tell you about something nice that you can do for us that won't cost you a thing but help us out go ahead matt pm me your tits Yes, <laughs> that's, that's my. The only cost you is, is belief in yourself. Ah, uh, yeah, you can go to amazon.podcasthere.com, shop like you normally would. We may or may not actually see the money. It depends on if Amazon wants to share or not. Um, fun story. I did get a little gift card from people shopping, so thank you very much. And then my wife purchased something and uh, basically gave me the finger. <laughs> so all that progress we made, your wife just ripped us off and yep. bought what a stamp. What did she get? Give me a second. I will. I'm gonna look this up. Um, Mason, where can people find you while I find a way to publicly shame my wife? <laughs> uh, well, I can personally be found uh, on Instagram, Mason underscore lifts, because I'm a basic gym bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's true. <laughs> literally, literally, ninety ninety five percent of my posts are lifting; the other five percent are alcohol. Um, follow Sutherland Distilling on Instagram and Facebook. 
that's uh, that's where I work and make booze and make people slightly more tolerant to be around. I don't even drink, and I just followed both of those. <laughs> um, it was a twenty-pound bag of birdseed. No, for for do you have parakeets or we have, chick- is we have that chickens? Ah, chickens, chickens. Yeah. So so yeah. officially, podcast of terror. It's for the birds. Have you ever been on the uh, subreddit? Nate, uh, nature is fucking lit. There is no. literally a gif of a chicken laying an egg, and it makes me want to not eat eggs. Well, it, I mean, they just shit out an egg. Like, I have to wash them. They're slathered in feces when I pick them up. Oh, no. There's a difference in feces, and this is just hymen. I recommend <laughs> earlier when Matt didn't know what came out of vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... And it goes full circle again. False. Corey, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you know what? Just go to look at Podcast of Terror, man. Yeah, help, help support our show by by being a part of the community. We we love you guys. We we definitely want to have uh, as as close a relationship as you're interested in. Uh, it's all about consent. We want to get to the point where it's uncomfortable. Mm. Still looking for this chicken gif. Like laying an egg, but in reverse. I, I want to. Uh, I want to tell. Fuck, who was it? I don't remember if it was Donald Glover or um, Joe Coy that said they want to keep running a joke until only one person is laughing. That was Daniel Tosh. That's when oh, it was. It was Daniel Tosh. That was my other thought. That was just. That's when you know the joke is over when one person is laughing. <laughs> I, I just want to commend you. On trying to 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 put the the onus of the joke on on uh, a black person and an Asian person, and and then it actually being a white person who did it, as opposed to reverse, where the white person steals the glory from the black and Asian people. Uh, I think in that's my mind, it wasn't either one of those because yeah, they all blend together. Uh, Bo Burnham was also on the list of potential candidates, yeah. but I I knew for a fact he didn't say that. I really love Daniel Tosh's uh, rap work. I think he's tremendous. <laughs> I mean, is is this is this a real thing? Is this something I need no, to look no. Up? It's it's just that Donald Glover is so multi talented. He's good at everything, and Tosh is really really good at being Tosh. Dong Glover, yeah, Tosh. <laughs> yes. You, you you do remember the point at which Don Donald Glover realized that his Twitter handle was Dong Glover? I thought that was on purpose. No, I, I think no. that's glorious. Like every time I see Don Glover, and I'm like, it's just so cool that you went with that man. You had an opportunity. No, I think he noticed it. He quite recently, wasn't it, that he realized that it was Don Glover? It was on somebody's uh, like late night show that he said that to. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> I don't remember which one, but yeah, he's like, I just remember that Don Glover is Don Glover. <laughs> What what makes you feel like a normal human human being? Uh, you know when I look at my when my when I look at my Twitter handle and I see Dong Lover. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, it's on Jimmy Fallon. Okay, that's what I was looking up. Um, I can't yeah, find the chicken egg thing. I'll have to keep looking for it. I I'll send it to you later. Please do. And I really have to pee. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and on Tapped at Matt the Lifeguard. Um, next. Oh my god. It's starting to hurt real bad. <clears throat> Next week, we're um, <laughs> supposed to be talking about a movie called Who's Watching Oliver with the star of the movie, Russell Panks. Um, I say who's because he still has to send it to us. Yeah, we're waiting for confirmation. That is the plan right now. Yes. Uh, if, if for some reason 
that doesn't turn out to be the case, I would like to say that you could check out our Facebook page and we would uh, tell you there that we've changed plans. Yeah, we'll but do whatever we want. Matt is is a real shitty human being and doesn't give a fuck. And uh, all I, I forget care about all the time. I, I basically got outset Alzheimer's. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, so that's going to do it for another episode of the podcast. Tarek Mason, thanks for hanging out. Always. I got to sit really weird because it's starting to hurt. Um, you, have you got your balls tucked underneath your leg yet? So you yeah. can just try and just everything is pinched. <laughs> South of the midsection is pinched right now. Um, it's going to end up actually squeezing the tip here in a second. <laughs> I'm trying really hard. Both currently both hands still up in the air. I'm going to wave them like I just don't care. Um, so yeah, that's going to do it for another episode of the podcast here. Thanks guys for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Stay scary, everybody. Fuck you, Corey.